0: So, today, we are talking about personality. So, the definition for personality, via my computer, (laughs) is the combination of characteristics or qualities that form an individual's distinctive character. So, it's basically just all of the traits that form an individual and who they are and how they behave through life. It's it's just how we describe a person and how they act. So, to describe personality, we focus on consistency and distinctiveness across um, different situations and over time. For example, we might give the personality trait of being pessimistic to somebody if they constantly complain in various situations. So it is recurring, it is consistent, it's in a lot of different situations and it is distinctive. So it's it's different than say somebody who is optimistic that sees the bright side in the situation. So in that we use the five-factor model of personality or also known as the big five, which are the five quote-unquote higher order traits that most other traits are derived from to describe personality. So, these five traits are neuroticism, I hope I said that right, (laughs) extroversion, openness to experience, agreeableness, and conscientiousness. So I'm just going to break down each of those traits so that we can get a better understanding of the different personality traits that, like the, as I was describing this model, that all these other personality traits are derived from. So neuroticism, somebody who is high in that, will tend to be anxious and hostile and self conscious and secure vulnerable. So maybe a little on the shy side. Um they're maybe have lower self esteem. Um and I mean we all have a little bit of that in us, I think. Um those who score high in extroversion, the next trait. So moving on, are going to be outgoing and sociable. They'll be upbeat and friendly and assertive, um, like your classic extrovert, the people who are raising their hand in class, not afraid to speak out, who make friends easy on the playground, who are not afraid to assert themselves into a situation. Moving on from that, the next trait is openness to experience and that is associated with curiosity flexibility vivid fantasy imagination artistic sensitivity and unconventional attitudes so you're very imaginative thinking outside the box um people um i feel like when I'm thinking about this person, they're probably the one that doodles all over their notes and um they just they're 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 the eccentric people I would think that are are scoring high in this. People high in agreeableness, which is the next trait, tend to be sympathetic and trusting, cooperative, modest, and straightforward. So, I feel like these would be you know people you would want to be friends with they're they sympathize with you they're they're trusting of you, they cooperate easily with others um they're they're the people that you would get along well with and finally, the last trait is conscientiousness, so that is associated with being disciplined and well-organized they're punctual you know always on time and dependable so basically the person that you want to be in your group if you have to do a group project Um, these people are going to have you know their labeled folders and uh, neat desk they're always going to be on time if you need to get something done they're very dependable um disciplined uh you know i feel like this is the person you would want to hire for a job um so in light of all that if i was going to describe my personality um we'll just go ahead with the five factor model to do that um so my view of myself i do not think i'm really high in neuroticism um you know i'm i'm pretty i'm i'm pretty you know i i have a higher self esteem I don't think I'm really insecure or vulnerable i'm not self conscious of myself or hostile for the most part you know everybody has a a little bit of that in in them and you know talking about these these five different traits I really feel like each person has a little bit of it in them. You know, we're not strictly um, an extroversion person or strictly an agreeableness. Um, we all have a little bit of us, but I still think I would score fairly low, even though I do have some anxious tendencies. Um, for extroversion, I think I would score fairly high, Um I'm very outgoing and sociable, um, and, you know, in certain situations, uh, but that's everyone, you know, you act different in different situations, but in most situations, I'm fairly easy to talk to, and I will go talk to other people, I'm upbeat, and it's really easy for me to make friends, which is, you know, I think about, like, moving to a new school, and, like, making new friends was just not a big problem for me, so that's why I think I just, um, score higher in the extra version. Openness to experience, um, I think I'm a little bit in the middle, so I'm very open to new experiences, um, I'm, I'm curious, I'm really interested in traveling and going to do different things, I'm, for the most part, pretty flexible, um, if plans change, it's not a big deal, um, but I don't think I have a very, you know, big imagination, um, or any really unconventional attitudes. i pretty in the box there, so I, I don't have those out-of-the-box tendencies that are are associated with openness to experience, so probably in the middle there. Um, agreeableness, um, I am very sympathetic and trusting and cooperative. I really think that I would um score high in this, you know. Sympathy, you know, somebody tells me a sad story and I'm right there with them like, "Oh my gosh, I'm 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 so sorry." Like, you know, I really feel it. You know, the commercials about uh the the dogs at Christmas time trying to get you to give money to whatever the the program is and they're playing the sad music like cry every single time I'm very sympathetic um trusting um probably to a fault I probably shouldn't trust as much as I do um so yeah scoring fairly high in agreeableness and finally conscientiousness um I would score fairly low I think or maybe in the middle I'm pretty dependable if somebody really needs something from me then I'm definitely going to get it done but I'm not punctual Um, I'm at least five minutes late to just about everything except school, and that's just because I already have, like, five tardies. Um, I'm not organized. I have papers everywhere in my book bag and on my desk at home. And, um, disciplined? No. Um, (laughs) I procrastinate really bad. So, gonna say probably low, but not, like, low, low. I know that's a really (laughs) stupid way to explain it, but you get my drift. Okay, so, moving on from there, I do think that most people would describe me the same way if they spent a good amount of time with me, Um, but, you know, I do think that we act differently in different situations. Um, so I guess that, I guess not everyone may describe me in this way. So, you know, certain classes are more quiet than others and that's just because of the environment that I guess the, the classroom gives off. Like I said, we're, we're moving on from that. I think I do want to go towards this, you know, do people react differently in different situations In are our personalities different in different environments and I would definitely agree with that. So um you know for example um in my own life I guess you could say for me at school um I feel like my personality is a bit different than in extracurricular activities. So in school um I feel like I'm I'm a little more high in that conscientiousness. Um, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a little more disciplined and punctual and dependable just because, you know, going from a behavioralist standpoint of the rewards, the reinforcements, and the punishments that are given in school versus, you know, extracurricular activities. So, you know, um, I might score higher in the conscientiousness because in punctuality, you know, um, I'll get a tardy if I'm late, so I'm obviously going to be a little more punctual there, um, dependable, um, in group projects, I'm definitely, I feel like I'm one of the people that, um, other people really do want to be in a group with because I want to get it done, um, if, if somebody needs me to get it done, I'm going to get it done, um, and I'm a little more disciplined, you know, I'm, I I want the good grade, the good grade is a reinforcement, um, so I guess I'm a little more disciplined there, even though I do procrastinate, but uh, uh, less in school, so, with that, in, you know, extracurricular activities, there's not as high as a punishment for being late, so, I'm definitely five to ten minutes late to just about everything. Church, clubs, anything. Um, I'm gonna be late. Cheer. Um, we'll go with cheer. So in cheer, I'm five. I was literally five minutes late to just about every single practice. I know that's awful. Um, maybe not five minutes late to every practice, but. Five minutes late, nonetheless, and that's just because my coach was a little more laid back. They didn't really care that, um, I was a little bit late because, you know, at the beginning of cra- practice, nobody's really doing anything, just like talking and stretching. So you know, I had a little more leeway, uh, than in school where you are five minutes late and you get a tardy, and five tardies means your parking pass is taken away. So um, yeah, the the environment and the rewards definitely shape the personality and and who you are, your actions. So, moving on from there, I think um, that we can move on to the question of: Is our personality passed down through genetics or shaped by your environment? And based on my previous um, discussion point, I think you can already predict that I am going to say that our environment is more of an influence on our personality than genetics. Um, I definitely do think that genetics, um, plays a little bit of a part in it, um, but the environment definitely, um, drives it home. Um, I don't necessarily think that we should, um, focus on one perspective per se so you know a lot of people in the beginnings of the study of psychology wanted to just be behavioralist or just be a biological um, point of view Um, but I think to really understand a person you have to think of it from both perspectives so you know I think that anger um being hostile i guess could be passed down um for example both me and my dad are hotheads um we we have kind of a hot hot temper so i guess i score a little higher than neuroticism than i previously thought um but um maybe that is passed down through genetics but i think the environment um th- really shapes that more you know I'm more I'm more prone to be a hothead with my family who I'm around every single day and more comfortable around and probably would have less repercussions if I blow up on them than some random stranger on the sidewalk you know so I think the environment definitely plays a role in that um so, overall, I do think it's both, um, but I would put a little more strain on the environment. You know, when you get rewarded for something, you're going to do it more. So, telling a little joke in your group of friends and getting that little bit of laughter back makes you want to tell more because you you like that positive reinforcement. Um, Whereas, I don't think that genetics can really pass down a sense of humor. Um, so with that, I'm going to conclude this little podcast on personality and I hope you enjoyed.